Good morning, everyone. We're gonna be talking about four things to cut if you are stalling on keto. So thanks for tuning in with me this morning, live here on IGTV or listening later on the podcast. My name is Jess and I am your coach. I help women lose weight with a keto diet and a self-care mindset. It has been a couple of weeks. I've taken a little bit of a summer break, um, working on a special project that I teased you all about um, last time and told you that I would have more information when I'm back. I do need about one more week to let you know what it is, um, but I will say for now that it is really exciting. It's going to be um, the most affordable and accessible way to work with me that I have ever created. And I'm so excited to um, share it with you all. I will be um, back next week with some more information about that. I'm just working on some backend things to figure out how best to get it to you all. Um, but yeah, I'm just really excited about it. And again, thanks so much for tuning in with me today. Um, before we talk about the four things to cut, if you're stalling on keto, I just have a couple of other really quick announcements that I want to share with you guys. So, um, um, if you have not received my freebie yet and you need some free help with keto, I want to let you know how you can get that. First of all, it is called the Keto Kickstart PDF, and it has some information about what keto is, what foods to eat, what foods to avoid, what foods to moderate. It has 47 free recipes. So if you'd like to get your hands on that, just go to bit.ly slash keto kickstart PDF and you can grab your free copy of that. Also, I do have some openings for one-on-one -on -one client work if you're interested in working together with a coach to help reach your weight loss goals from a self-care mindset. I would love to partner together with you. So if you're interested, um, just shoot me a direct message either on Instagram or Facebook. I'm at The Keto Fit. I'm also on LinkedIn. You can email me at theketofit at gmail.com or head on over to my website, theketofit.com for some more information about that. All right, without further ado, um, so I'm so excited to be back with you guys this morning. I wanted to, um, you know, just break the silence by coming back with a really, really practical, helpful, um, episode for you guys. So I know that, um, keto can be really, really frustrating sometimes because what'll happen is you'll get, um, this huge whoosh of success at the beginning, right? Um, you will tend to, uh, whoosh out a lot of water weight. And so you'll see results really fast with keto, which is so encouraging in the beginning and it keeps you going and you're like, wow, I have never felt this amazing before. In addition to the weight loss, um, I call it the magic of ketosis, right? Where you start to get that boost of energy. Um, your appetite is suppressed. You're free from cravings. You're free from the constant food thoughts. Maybe other things are improving. Like you have less pain. Maybe your skin is clearing up. There's so many benefits. Um, your stomach feels better. You're not bloating. You're not gassy after every single meal. Um, it's just incredible. And I really believe that everybody should experience ketosis at least once in their lives. And once you understand it and see what it's like, then you can decide how often you want to incorporate that as a tool in your journey. Some people will like to stay on keto forever. I am one of those people. It just works for me. Um, and then some people might like to cycle in and out of it. Some people might just like to use it strategically once in a while as kind of a reset. But I really believe that everybody should experience it. Um, it is a metabolic state that our bodies are designed to slip into as a backup fuel source. When we deprive ourselves of um, carbohydrates or just it's not available to us, our body is able to tap into our stored body fat for fuel as a survival mechanism. And when you're tapping into your stored body fat for fuel, you are losing that fat. It's fat loss, it's weight loss. Um, and then again, all of those benefits that I mentioned that come along with it. So back on track, 
a lot of times you'll experience really, really great success in the beginning, and then something happens. You just kind of level out. You're still feeling really, really good, of course, um, all those benefits that I was talking about, but the scale's not moving anymore. And so sometimes it does take some tweaks. You need to sometimes switch up the strategy. Your body is very dynamic and it's always trying to achieve balance. In other words, homeostasis. Um, sometimes we can get really, really mad at our bodies. Like, does this resonate with you where you feel like your body is fighting you? Um, I used to tell myself that, but I've switched that around to really believe that my body is not never fighting me. It's always serving me. But that doesn't mean that I can't um, work with my body to still achieve my goals. Okay, so sometimes there are some hidden culprits in our lives that are causing us to stall out on keto. So I'm going to talk about four of those things today. The first one is alcohol. Not going to be the most popular thing to talk about. I know that, you know, we, uh, mommy needs her wine or, or whatever it might be, or we've developed a habit, you know, um, but for me, I'll, I'll really, I'm not a big drinker. However, I'm huge on coffee. So we all have our things that are like non-negotiables, right? And so if, if alcohol is non-negotiable for you, that's okay. I just want you to take in this information, let it be what it is, and maybe you'll just um, start to utilize it differently or with the consciousness, like being in choice, understanding like what the trade-offs are when it comes to weight loss, okay? So alcohol is actually a fuel source for your body. I never knew this until I started reading about alcohol with, with keto and so on and so forth. So alcohol is actually a fuel source for your body. And so your body has kind of this order of priority of the way that it will burn through fuel sources. And it's very intentional. It's to protect you and it is always to survive, right? And so you might be familiar with the idea that, you know, the body will always burn carbs first and then fat as the backup fuel source, right? So that's why we are restricting carbohydrates to switch our body into fat burning mode, therefore tapping into our stored body fat for fuel. That's kind of the whole premise of keto, right? Well, alcohol is actually the number one priority fuel source, even above carbs. So when there's alcohol, carbs, and fat available, your body as first priority will burn that alcohol. Secondarily, it will burn through carbs. And then last of all, it will use fat as the fuel source. So here we are trying to do our best at keto, restricting carbohydrates so that we're depriving our body of that fuel source so that we can tap into our stored body fat for fuel. But we're kind of, um, you know, shooting ourselves in the foot if we're still introducing the fuel source of alcohol because that does take priority over burning fat, even if that alcohol is zero carbohydrates. This is true. So a lot of times people will be consuming zero carb alcohol um, or low carb alcohol. That might be wine or beer, but you're you're paying attention to the nutrition labels, right? You're doing your part. You're counting your carbs, um, but. You could, and you could even still be burning uh, ketones. So you might still be seeing ketones on a urine test, a blood test, a breath test, whatever it is that you're testing with. So you can still be in ketosis with the alcohol in your body even the next day, right? However, you are still slowing down your body's ability to tap into your stored body fat for fuel because here you are introducing this fuel source. Uh, of alcohol. And so your body is saying, okay, let's burn through this first. Um, why is it that way? Well, actually, because um, alcohol is considered poisonous to the body and to the liver. So your body is like, oh crap, you know, let's burn through this first of all, because if we let this stay in our body, it's going to kill us, right? So you're burning alcohol first, then carbohydrates, and then fat. So 
Bottom line, take home, even if it's zero carb alcohol, it is still slowing down your body's ability to burn its stored body fat for fuel. So this could be causing a stall. This is the number one thing that I can uh, I recommend that people cut out um, if you are reaching a stall with keto, okay? Um, alcohol, just, uh, I don't have any kind of skin in the game here. I'm not anti-alcohol, but I think a lot of people don't realize what's actually happening because we have been taught like, okay, alcohol is healthy in moderation or whatever. There's antioxidants in wine, okay? So, but your body really does treat it as poison. It's definitely not something that is helping your body in any way, shape or form, like from a nutrition standpoint. Um, it's only potentially harmful, not really beneficial in any way, shape or form. Um, so it's not only does it slow down your fat burning, but it will increase your inflammation and stress. It'll weaken your immune system. Um, it causes your stress levels to rise. Um, it'll throw off your gut bacteria and it can cause dehydration, worsen your sleep. Uh, it can also help you relax and make social time more fun. So I had to slip in some of those, you know, perks that we kind of rely on it for just for humor's sake here. But um, I guess the bottom take home is drink responsibly, not just, you know, keeping yourself physically safe and others physically safe, but also have conscious choice over, okay, now that I understand what is actually happening in my body and that it might be impeding me in my goals, now I'm going to make a conscious choice about how often I want to utilize that. Or maybe I want to do an experiment and cut that out and see if it makes a difference in how I feel and also in my um, weight loss goals. Okay, enough about alcohol. Uh, that was the longest. So number two is keto products. Um, in other words, I would call these frankenfoods. <laughs> so, um, I would always say eat real food. I think most dietitians, nutritionists, doctors across the board, whatever their personal philosophy is on blood sugar and carbohydrates, I think we can all agree, even you know, carnivore and vegan, we can all agree. Eat real food is probably the most important health advice that we can follow. We are so inundated in our um, modern day world with processed just crap. It was not grown from the earth, lived on the earth at some point. It was made in a lab. Um, and we have to be conscious about the fact that this food was designed by marketers and companies for them to make money. And in order for them to make money, this food has to be highly palatable, meaning all of the dopamine, all of the happy chemicals should be going off in our brain telling us, eat more of this, eat more of this, right? So that's the truth with these keto products. So even though they are marketed as being um, keto suitable or keto friendly because it has a low amount of net carbohydrates, um, it can still kind of wreak havoc on your uh, weight loss goals. It can stall you out. And so there's several reasons for this. Number one is, um, I would say number one is that it will increase your cravings. It's very hard to moderate. Um, I have been eating keto for eight years now and I always tell people in the beginning it it is so needed to just have those keto crutches. I have no judgment about that whatsoever. You will notice over time, as you start to feel stronger and your um, taste buds change and so on and so forth, that you might not need to rely on those keto products as much. Um, when I first started eating keto, there was not, it, this was back in 2013, um, not as many options as there is today. Basically, it was just like Atkins products. So, but I was going to the Food Lion every week and buying those little Atkins M&Ms for, um, you know, the movie date that I was gonna have with my husband because I didn't Want to eat quote unquote the real thing. So I was allowing myself to have the substitute. And I would still say that um, that's probably the best choice. If, if you're going to choose between those things, choose, you know, the keto treat version of it. Okay. But 
it is very hard to moderate. Um, even recently, you know, I have cut most keto products out of my life. For my birthday, um, a couple weeks back, my friend, you know, God bless her, she knows I'm on keto. She found these, um, and I had never tried these before, high-key cookies. Drop a heart if you love high-key cookies or any of the high-key products. So I tried these for the first time and it was really convenient because I was going out of town. So I just threw them in my uh, vacation bag and I was like, okay, you know, I'll bring these with me if everybody else is eating dessert and I, I want to give these a try. They were so good. And of course you're looking at the net carb count and it's one net carb per serving, two servings per bag. Man, these bags are expensive though. They're like $4.99 each, right? But it was really, really delicious. And also normally um, keto products are using um, sugar alcohols typically as their sweetener and sugar alcohols um, although they don't spike your blood sugar they can cause uh, digestive discomfort bloat sometimes a laxative effect for people and my gut is so sensitive like I just cannot do it with the sugar alcohols but for whatever reason I didn't have hardly any reaction to eating the high key cookies so it plans in my brain of like okay you can eat these right <laughs> well then I find myself buying them every single week and then one day in a moment of weakness not only did I eat one high key cookie entire bag, I ate three. <laughs> like, and I've been doing this for eight years and I'm a keto coach, like, but my brain is just as susceptible as your brain is. And the marketers know it to all of the cascade of hormones and happy chemicals that are happening, telling you eat more, eat more, eat more. And it's very easy to overdo it. And so of course, after eating three bags of it, I did feel sick. I did feel awful. I was like, oh, beating myself up, guilt and shame and all of those things that we all go through from time to time. So um, the number one reason to avoid the keto products is because they are highly palatable and um, it's still sending that all of those things are going off in your brain, natural, normal, but saying eat more of this. And then it can really sabotage you and your goals. But the second reason is because it is highly processed. It's Franken foods. Um, it is like, you know, chemicals that are not natural. And so it can cause inflammation in the body. And so even though you maybe haven't spiked your blood sugar, it can still cause inflammation and inflammation in the body causes your body to hold onto water and it'll cause an, either an increase in the scale or just you're not gonna see the decreases, the downward trend that you're really looking to see. So um, also, you know, even for some people that have tested using a blood glucose um, meter, um, Sometimes it will spike their blood sugar to eat these things that are marketed as zero, you know, glycemic impact. So everybody's body is different. And even though maybe most people might not respond to that, maybe you are actually having a blood sugar spike as a result of that. So there's only actually one way to find out and it's to, you know, test your own blood sugar after doing it. But even if you are not having a blood sugar spike still, I would say, you know, the reasons to avoid those things are there's really no super great nutrition to it. Um, it's going to cause inflammation in the body. You're setting yourself up for the risk of it being really hard to moderate and then maybe increasing cravings throughout the rest of the day. And then also, I don't know about you, but as I mentioned, you know, it really doesn't do my stomach any favors. Like I don't like that feeling. So I just tend to avoid um, things with sugar alcohols in them. All right. So the four things to cut, number one, alcohol, number two, um, keto products or Franken foods. Number three, I would say nuts. Um, so the biggest reason for this, again, is that they're just extremely highly pal palatable. It's like the perfect mixture of high fat, um, a little bit of carbohydrates, and of course there's some good protein in there, but saltiness, it's just really easy to just keep eating. So if you're going to eat nuts, you have to be super intentional about the portion sizes. I get really angry about the fact that nut butter is like one tablespoon or two tablespoons 
serving size. Like who eats one tablespoon of peanut butter? Literally nobody ever eats one, <laughs> one tablespoon of peanut butter. And it's so frustrating because one tablespoon is like a hundred calories. It's just so calorically dense and so easy, um, you know, to just kind of sabotage yourself because it's so good. It's really hard. Like I could eat like a half a jar of like just natural unsweetened peanut butter because it's so freaking good. Like, and again, here I am, I'm like a keto weight loss coach, right? Like, but it's just, your brain, you know, it's the physiology of it. Your brain is like, oh my God, you know, this is incredible. Keep eating it, right? So that's natural and normal. Um, so you either have to be super, super intentional about portion sizes, like measure out those almonds or mixed nuts or whatever it is, and then walk away from it. Um, so I don't keep nuts in my house because basically I don't want to set myself up in a moment of weakness to just open up that jar of nuts and just go to town. Like I have totally done that. Those almonds... I can't remember the brand, but they're like coconut dusted almonds. <laughs> they, they're so good. Like I could eat an entire jar of that. Um, they're really hard to moderate. So that's the reason that I say it's not necessarily because of any specific health reason. I mean, some people do have like allergies to nuts. Um, you know, there is kind of some science to say like it can block the absorption of iron. Um, so I wouldn't you know, go to town on those things, um, unless that's particularly important for you or you really do have an allergy. It's really just because they're so hard to moderate, especially um, nut butters. So do I ever eat them? Yeah, I do from time to time. You know, if I am going to um, be taking a road trip and it's just the best thing that I can choose at 7-Eleven is, you know, the prepackaged 99 cent thing of almonds or mixed nuts or whatever, of course, I'm gonna choose that over, you know, a non-keto food option. Um, so they're not the devil in any way, shape, or form. It's just that they're so hard to moderate and you're probably consuming way more calories than you actually think that you are. Um, some of you might be like, well, I thought calories don't matter. It's just the carbs that matter. Calories do matter. Um, so it's definitely not an either or thing. It's not either, you know, keto is effective because of um, keeping blood sugar stable, which is really all hormonal or keto is more effective because it suppresses your appetite and therefore you're naturally consuming fewer calories. It's really both and. Um, so keto is not the only way to lose weight. People lose weight through caloric restriction all the time, but they're probably miserable in the process because, and I've been there, I've done that so many, I've lost weight so many times counting calories, haven't you? Um, but to me, the real benefit of keto is that um, it's the most uh, easy and effortless way to lose weight because you're already setting yourself up for all the metabolic advantages. You're naturally burning more calories when you're in a state of ketosis. You're suppressing your appetite. You're suppressing your cravings so that even though you are being intentional about um, counting calories, if you get to the point in your journey where you feel like you need to keep an eye on that, you don't necessarily have to do that in the beginning. A lot of people see so much success without ever giving two craps about calories. But if you are getting to that point, you're just realizing like, okay, it's actually super easy to um, restrict my calories through um, a ketogenic weight loss rather than just a high carb counting calories thing. So yeah, and that nut butter, oof, you know, half a jar, I've eaten half a jar in one sitting, it's crazy. That's I don't even know how many, that's like over a thousand calories, I'm sure. Like if you think about it, you might cry. <laughs> so, all right, last thing to cut if you are stalling on keto is dairy. So I am the biggest fan in the world of dairy. I have not cut dairy out of my life um, for, you know, forever. Um, but I have done experiments on myself just to see, um, you know, did it change anything for me? Did I feel any better? I cut dairy out for an entire month um, and I really didn't feel any different. It didn't cause any difference in the scale for me. Um, but, you know, it, I'm glad that I did it 
because you never know. Sometimes you might actually have a dairy sensitivity. Um, and so that can be causing inflammation in the body, the same way that we talked about with the frankenfoods. So, so many people actually have dairy sensitivities and you might be one of them. So even though you're consuming the full fat dairy, the heavy whipping cream, all the things, and you're keeping it within your carb count, if you are irritating your body and causing inflammation, your body is going to hold on to that weight no matter what you do. So um, that's one of the, the biggest reasons why people do lose so much weight on keto is because it's an anti-inflammatory way of eating. So um, you personally might actually have a dairy sensitivity and it could be causing inflammation and, and sabotaging you even though it tastes so freaking good. Um, but so give that experiment a try. Um, another thing about dairy is it also can be very highly palatable and hard to moderate. Um, maybe not all things, but you know, for example, I eat two good yogurt almost every day. Um, I started by eating just one a day and you know, tastes really, really good. And I want another one. So now I'm eating like two a day, but I stopped there because like I could eat three or four a day. Like they're really, really good because it's dairy. It's delicious. Um, another thing, you know, that I probably have a hard time moderating, uh, with dairy is I make this really good, um, garlic bacon spinach dip. And it's basically like cream cheese, sour cream, and then like garlic spinach bacon, <laughs> all of that deliciousness. But the base of it is just so good with the warm, you know, cream cheese dip. Oh gosh. And I only make it for like parties and holidays. I won't make it for just my family at home because like I could eat a half of, you know, an eight by or nine by 11, um, sheet pan of that. Like it's so good. So um, that's another reason. Dairy might be causing inflammation, but also it can be really hard to moderate sometimes. If you're just like having a cheese board, watching football, like that's a lot of calories actually to, you know, just consume all of that dairy, even if it is, you know, zero carb, one carb for like the hard cheeses and stuff. It's very calorically dense and delicious. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in with me. Again, today we've been talking about four things to cut if you are stalling on keto. Um, in order of priority, this is just my personal thoughts, opinions, recommendations, experience. Um, so being uh, keto eight years now and also being a keto coach for women for the past four years. So alcohol, number one, keto products, just eat real food. You will be doing yourself so many favors to just focus on eating real food, get back to basics. Um, number three, nuts. They are highly palatable. You're probably consuming way more calories than you think you are. Dairy, same thing, but it can also be causing inflammation in the body. When the body's inflamed, it's always going to hold on to weight no matter what you're doing. All the other things perfect. Staying within your carb count. All the things, okay? All right, again, I just wanna let you guys know um, if you're interested in working together with me one-on-one -on -one, um, as your keto weight loss coach, um, reaching your weight loss goals from a place of self-care because it's not about punishment or deprivation or just trying to get into a smaller body to try to earn your own love or approval. That's misery. And that's probably why you know we keep just going off of it, on, off, on, off, right? If we're not doing it from a place of self-love and it's actually causing us just misery and, you know, basically recycling these feelings of unworthiness and it's going to just cause self-sabotage. So I find that the most effective thing that we need to do is pair the right strategies with the right mindset. You do need both. You can't be doing us, you know, feeling all the self-love, 
but making these mistakes without realizing it, it's still going to sabotage your efforts if you're not following the right strategies. Even if you don't know what you don't know, it's just kind of backfiring. And those are like the four things that we just talked about there. Like sometimes those things can be sabotaging us, but actually sometimes it's our mindset that's just sabotaging us. Um, if we're miserable in the process, if we're feeling like this, I just have to um, punish myself, you know, and restrict, 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 until I reach my goal and then I will feel love for myself, then I will feel worthy. Like that's gonna just self-sabotage every single time. Um, so it's really our beliefs that are just creeping up and causing self-sabotage. So that's what I love to do as um, a keto weight loss coach for women is really pair both of those things together. So we do talk about the concrete practical strategies that are going to get you to your weight loss goal and provide accountability for that, encouragement, tips, looking at your food log every single day. At the same time, we're digging into that mindset stuff because so many of us have just been conditioned with these toxic beliefs that we've carried for our entire lives about food, weight, and our bodies. And so being able to actually arrive at those limiting beliefs, develop awareness, develop self-compassion for how we got here, and then being in choice. Do I want to continue to believe this? We don't have to believe our thoughts. We don't have to believe the beliefs that we've always had. We can choose a new belief that's actually serving us. And then we free ourselves up. Now we're finally in alignment with our beliefs and our actions, and we're gonna experience success long-term, not just lose it, get off of it, gain it back over and over and over again, the same pattern that we've been doing forever. I would love to work with you. Um, this is what I'm so passionate about. So if you're interested, I do offer a totally free curiosity call and it'll be about 15 to 30 minutes. We would talk over the phone. I wanna hear your story. I wanna hear your struggles. I want to be able to answer your questions and you'll learn about coaching, how we can work together. Uh, whether you choose to move forward or not, you'll get some completely free custom keto advice. I would love to bless you with that because I know that it's just so overwhelming. Um, all the information about keto, which way should I do it? Should I, you know, do dairy-free keto? Should I not? You know, dirty keto, clean, um, clean keto, whatever it is, lazy keto. There's so many words floating over there. You're like, what is going on? Um, so I would love to just bless you with some clarity and some free tips um, that could maybe help you to just move forward. Um, and then if you are interested in working together, awesome. We can get started as soon as you're ready. So thank you guys for tuning in with me. Again, my name is Jess. I'm a keto coach for women. Um, whether you um, are listening to this live, thank you so much for tuning in with me. Or if you're listening later on the self-care keto podcast, one last thing, if you're listening on the podcast, I would just be so um, honored and uh, grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes for the podcast and just take one minute and um, hopefully give a five-star review. That will really help the podcast to grow and to boost up in ratings when people are searching for uh, keto podcast. So thank you guys again. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and I will be back with you all next week. Take care.